Hey folks, welcome back to Heavyweights. Today we're joined by the legendary Pericles Abbasi. Perry's a longtime friend of the show and is one of the most interesting people you'll find online today. Hope you enjoy. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. Hey everyone, let me uh, turn on my camera. Uh, da, da, da. Here we go. There he is. Uh, hey man, how's it going? Well, gentlemen, man? I'm uh, doing well. I'm uh, staying busy during the summer, but you know, it's, it's all good. Yeah, I've been... What do you two been, uh, been up to? Nothing much. Um, just just work. Yeah, we both work in conservative media, so trying to you know just be grifters, I guess. <laughs> but um, I guess we'll just jump into it if that's cool with you. Yeah. Thanks for tuning into Heavyweights. Uh, I'm Sam Mangle-Bennett, and this is John Rigolito. Our guest today is Pericles Perry Abbasi. Thanks for joining us, Perry. Thank you for having me, Sam and uh, John. It's uh, my pleasure. So you guys probably know Perry from Twitter at Election Legal. He's our favorite account, our favorite uh, poster online. He's part of the Alpha Male Crusade, the most important digital movement of this current era. Perry, could you tell us a bit about that and what it takes to be an alpha male in this current year? No, thank you. Yeah, no, being an alpha male. Um, well, well I, you know, I, I got inspired by by Nick Adams. He's uh, he's also Greek and Greek from Australia to America to America, and. Um, I, I, I really, I, I kind of like, I, I had seen his tweets earlier, like about, I, I know he had tweeted a lot about like Tim Tebow and things like that. Um, but it was kind of like right after, right after the midterm in 22 that I, for whatever reason, I, I like really saw his account. And so like, whoa, this guy, this, this guy's saying what, what I've been saying, uh, basically that, you know, um, men need to, uh, um, unite with their fellow men to to to, stay, to become to, to be alphas and to be uh, strong and to uh, um, stand up to uh, beta ma- <laughs> beta males that are trying to wreak havoc on uh, on America. And um, yeah, and, and he's uh, it's, uh, I, I was named the uh, alpha male of the week. I think sometime in February, uh, <laughs> middle of February. I, I remember I was I was in a was was at a bar meeting with uh meeting with so actually I was meeting with a reporter who had come to New York and he wanted to like he was doing a story on the Chicago mayoral race and, and like I was just talking to him for for a few hours and uh like I, I like I wasn't really checking my phone but then I checked and I saw these notifications and I saw oh, it was Nick Adams named me the uh, alpha male of the week and I was uh it was very honored and and, and funny I just like messaged that reporter uh, yesterday, because there was a story about a, a a Chicago police officer who uh, was he had like drugs in his car. He like drove his police car while he was off duty, like into that bar, and uh, which I mean it's it's like a pretty good part of the city, like on the northwest side by by O'Hare Airport. So um, it's funny. Google like if if I were there when it happened, um, it, it wouldn't have gone down like that personally. So, so that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, you would have put the cop right in his place. Would have would have held him account- accountable. Um, if, if, if I had gotten uh, elected to the uh, police district council, uh, yeah, we would have. Uh, um, they, they would have. We would have only hired alpha male cops, and uh, we, we wouldn't have had that guy around. Personally, I think that election was probably probably rigged. I think there was some funny business that went on. Not too sure if, you know, police district councils use Dominion voting machines or what goes on with that. But I think it's safe to say there was some funny business. Now that it's safe to say that on YouTube, we can we can talk about the, the fraud. Oh, right. I'll just, I'll just have to use some. I'll just censor. Well, I'll just censor, you know. No, you the, can now. YouTube, oh, we can. YouTube just rolled that out yesterday as we're recording this. It was, it was actually, I, I found out after the election because I was um like for one of my clients who like i I had a client who um like in chicago for the municipal elections for alderman and mayor you saw there was a runoff for mayor but but for alderman if you don't get 50 percent, you go to a runoff and so i was talking to the attorney for the the board of elections about his race it was like a weird situation where like write-in votes made him go into a runoff he ended up winning anyway but i found out they are used they do use a dominion voting machine so um, I, I won't say anything because I don't want to, you know, right, you know, right. because of a box situation. But and, and well, yeah. So, so I need to like is YouTube. 
I saw it. Is there a policy like just on the 2020 election or is it or, or, or can I assume I have to wait like until 2026 before I can uh, talk about my election? I don't I don't have I don't have an up to date source right in front of me, but. um, I, I think I think it was about the 2020 election. <clears throat> I guess. Like if Terry Lake wants to talk about her election, does she, she still get the uh, the uh, misinformation badge? I'm not sure. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, she just uh, put out. She retweeted a thread about California being like extremely red. So I'm assuming this kind of throttle everything Carrie Lake says. But who really knows at this point? Um, to be fair, you know, even you know the widespread fraud. You could talk about that just in Chicago. I mean, Perry, you probably know this better than I do, but you know, Chicago. Machine politics has been going on for decades. Yeah, I mean, I, like I, I, I know a former alderman who, like, you know, when I talked to me, he was out of office. Um, I mean, he said, like, yeah, his guys were like, like, like they get reports like during the day. Okay, how many people voted in this precinct? And like, okay, there weren't enough. And like, he knew those guys would would be stuffing the ballots because, I, I mean, it was a situation like the, the the way it worked then. The election judges were appointed by each of the 50 wards had a Democratic committeeman and a Republican committeeman. And but the way it worked, it was like the parties didn't really have any input on who, who these people were. I mean, these people you, you get elected, you just get signatures, you get like 300 signatures, you get on the ballot and you and then you're, you know, if you win, the if you have other opponents and you get the most votes and you win. A lot of times, sir, what would happen was because. It was so uh, democratically controlled. The the alderman who was also usually a Democratic committeeman, which said one of his people in his organization say, "Hey, you're going to be the Republican committeeman," and you know they'd go get go get. I mean, it's, sometimes these signature numbers were like for Republican committeeman because it was based on the Republican vote, but it was like 40 signatures. So they'd go get the signatures, get on the ballot. No one else would file, and then they'd be in, they'd be able to control like. The Republican election judges, because each precinct supposed to have an equal number, um, and and so yeah, I mean, like back, I mean, definitely back in the eighties and into the nineties. I mean, I mean, way back before then too. But uh, there were like you could, you know, basically like, yeah, like play stuff ballots if you want. It's it's a little more uh, difficult now, but, but but I mean, the thing that like the, the overarching one of the bigger worries I have about voting now is like with vote by mail with with mail-in ballots it's you lose the privacy of a lot of times i think people lose the privacy of their vote Mm -hmm. from their family so like your wife can tell ask like not only just ask who did you vote for but like sees like oh we're we're filling out our ballots or i mean this could be husband too but 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 that's it it opens up more like voting by family like if, if you have you know, if if the wife's real, like a husband who's, you know, if you're just going in the booth, he'd vote Trump or something. But then, but like in 2020, if you have the wife's like very passionate about, you know, whatever, you know, abortion or democratic causes, I mean, she'd like say, oh, we're voting, we're all voting for Biden, get your ballot and and, and do that. And I, and I think that's underappreciated of, um, you know, you, you lose the, with mail-in ballots, you lose the privacy of you know, voting privacy from your family when you're when you're voting, um, and uh, in, in a lot. I mean, some states have said, okay, 2020 was a one-off because of COVID, but but other states are, you know, like California. Speaking of, like you mentioned, California, um, like Nevada now too. Uh, it's it's like all like they want to 100% vote by mail, um, and, and it's it, I think it's <laughs> something that. People aren't talking about people don't maybe they don't care about but 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 you know on the margins it in a close election like Nevada in 2020 um, you know it, it can make a difference for sure and you know beyond like the just the spousal you know coercion we saw stories and I think there were even arrests made over this where you know ballot harvesters people would go around to like retirement homes and apartment communities people would like stand there and wait for people to fill out their ballots and like coerce, you know, retired uh, individuals to, Hey, make sure you fill it out. Why aren't you filling it out for Joe Biden or filling it out for X, Y, Z or this congressional candidate? It really is. Uh, it puts a lot of pressure on the vulnerable. So it, it is kind of a, it's it, it's right. manipulable. 
Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and in like like in Illinois, for instance, when you get a mail ballot, it's just like it says on there. Oh, I, I authorize this person to deliver my ballot to the Dropbox or put in the mail or take it to their take it downtown to the board of elections, and and, and, and like you don't even really need a reason. It's 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 just like okay, like this person can take it, and it's you know a volunteer um, for you know what whichever alderman or you know whoever it is um yeah and, and, and i mean so not every state is that um like loose of the rule a lot of them you like need a reason or it has to be like like a relative um but 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 yeah some states it's just like okay if you sign off that this person can deliver your ballot it's it's fine right yeah i think uh, that's a lot of what happened in wisconsin in 2020 was both the the indefinitely confined rules were were taken out and there's i know there's video evidence um there's someone did like a whole documentary about how in wisconsin the um people would just like go into nursing homes and just be like i'll take your ballot and fill it in or basically just coerce these old people who didn't know any better and do just signing you know filling out the box Right. And, and, and like I, we, we saw in the Chicago elections uh, this year, um, like I mean, something like I noticed and, you know, people were talking about like, like after the February, the first round uh, when it so, so like on election night, it, it was like Vallis at 35, Brandon Johnson at 20. And then by the time the final res- final uh, result was certified two weeks later, because as long as it's mailed by election day, it can come like up to two weeks later. Uh, you had like Brandon picked up two percent, so it was it ended up being like thirty three to twenty two. And, and you, I mean, Brandon ended up winning on election night, and the Brandon Johnson won on election night in the April in the second round. But but he, you know, his margin grew too. And and I, I noticed that with it wasn't just him; it was a lot of uh, CTU, the Chicago Teacher Union, Chicago Teachers Union. Uh, their candidates all were like picking up two to three percent uh, from um, what what it what was posted on election night, which an election night was, you know, election day voting plus early voting plus any ballots that had arrived, uh, mail ballots that arrived <clears throat> up to the day before the election, the Monday before. But but yeah, CTU. I mean, they really like had a strong game, um, like better than any, anyone else, like in Chicago of. Um, of, of with the mail ballots and and getting, um, you know, getting people to fill them out and, you know, sometimes authorize them to put them in the mailbox or put them in the drop box. Um, yeah, and, and like I had some some candidates who were, uh, you, you know, they they were up against CTU candidates and like like there was one a client of mine he had previously been an alderman. And in his ward, like on, on election night, the, the alderman was at like 40, 48 or 49 percent. And w- when all the ballots were counted, uh, the late arriving ballots, um, it, he, he ended up getting about 50 percent without a runoff. Um, so, so, yeah, there's it, like there's groups that are like like the CTU and uh, like Teachers Union. Like, I mean, the CTU in Chicago is like the main kind of the money and the muscle behind uh progressive or dsa socialist uh candidates and 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 they i mean they're really on top of it and to the extent where like the machine sort of the, the old school machine where you could like get people city jobs and like they'd be your worker and all that to the extent that's died down because of um uh consent decrees that okay you can't you, you can't do that anymore you can't like hire all these just like like there's very few jobs that are like you can like put your own person in there most of them are well like it used to be like any job you could like like put your own person in there like someone who answers the phones at like the department of aging or something um but now it's okay just like actual like kind of like policy positions and things like that um but so as as that's died down um it's it's like ctu's kind of become new sort of um taking that role of of being the machine and, and, and it, it helped like something that helped brandon too is that the election was like during spring break so all, all the teachers were able to be 
out uh, working the uh, working the polling places, um, and and um, you know the weekend before. Um, I mean, a lot of not every teacher, but but a lot of um, teachers were able to you know make sure he you know pull out all the stops uh, to um, get his voters to the polls, and um, and, and it's it's and the, the interesting number too is like. The, the vote increase from February to April was largely uh, like reflected like what Brandon's margin over uh, Brandon Johnson's margin over Paul Vallis was. So, um, I mean, to some extent, that's okay. Like maybe younger or younger voters liked hearing Brandon's message. I mean, that was a big part of it. And some of it too was okay. The CTU, they made sure that we're going to find people who didn't vote in the first round and, get them to vote in the second round i mean i mean like i mean i mean it's it's not all in the fair i mean that's like democracy but but it's um but it's you know they're 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 very um like really strong like in chicago and and we, we've actually sorry next year we're gonna have um an elected school board in chicago for the first time so they're um like like to some extent like uh, like when i was talking with with like people with the fraternal order of police they saw that it's um, you, you know, the CTU was kind of helping out candidates for these police district councils. And, and like, I, I mean, they're like, one thing interesting was like, we, I, I had a case about, it was kind of on a legal theory of whether, you know, three people could run together on a slate with one set of petitions. And, and some extent, like the, the, these district councils weren't, they, they weren't really that they're not really that, that powerful in office. It's, it's very indirect, the actual power they have in picking a police commissioner. Um, but, but that legal theory kind of like opens the door for, okay, CTU knows that in next year and in 26 and beyond, uh, they can run candidates as a slate for these, uh, for this elected school board offices. So what made you want to actually run as a police district council candidate? Well, so I, there weren't, like too many people I, I saw running in my district i've you know i've lived over here forever I've, I've thought about running for office before but it's like there was never really the right uh, opportunity for it um and then i you know saw this it was not too many signatures like 500 something signatures and i figured I'll, I'll go for it and um you know just to see what uh what um how I'll do, like what my place in the ballot will be, and um, who else files. Um, I, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I just got so like caught up with um, like my workload and cases I was working on. If it was like a, a lot of the election cases too, that I just I like really didn't have time to campaign, and I, I, I was thinking about like raising money on Twitter to do mailers, but I, I like I just like like the time like it just. It, I just didn't have the time to like really like go out and campaign. I mean, I, I, like I, um, yeah. So, so it's like I, I sort of the, the three five people ran for three spots, and the three people who 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 won, they. I mean, it's sort of like to some extent, like ballot position and demographics explains it because it's there were four men who ran and one woman. The one woman ran one, which isn't surprising, and it's largely it is largely a latino district and like the two others who, who won were latino so and it was like the first three positions on the ballot out of the five who ran i i, I was in the fourth position um and it's because so when, when you have like and none of them like they, they, they i mean they were doing some campaigning uh but, but it wasn't like like it wasn't a high high profile race i mean it, i tweeted a lot about it but that's just me doing my twitter thing but but i like i don't know how many people like on twitter actually live in my district out of my like thirty-two thousand followers i mean maybe like a hundred or less but um but um but 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 it was like a really like low profile um kind of election this is the first time this well that's the this is the first time this office was on the ballot it it came about because there was a a consent decree with the between the, the Department of Justice and the City of Chicago in 2000 or 2021 that there would be some civilian oversight of the police, um, and they, they created this system where like each of the 
these districts as a three member council and like one member of each council goes on a nominating board that then nominates people to a citywide board but but still the mayor has like they nominate people but still the mayor has to appoint them and the city council has to approve and then the citywide board is supposed to pick people for police commissioner um candidates for police commissioner for the mayor to pick one of them um but it's it, it's very like indirect i mean for the most part these district councils they just like have a meeting every month and people go and complain oh there is like a shooting over here or, or whatever and um which we kind of already had with something called caps there are like like meetings for people to talk to please but it's, it's sort of like made it made it elected now um so yeah i mean like like i said I, like i ran just because i you know i i thought in the past about running for something but like like because of either the demographics of the district i'm in or or okay this incumbent's got a million dollars in his war chest it was like oh, okay there's i'm not gonna run for it but um but this was kind of like a lower profile thing but it, uh, i i just yeah just ended up uh not being able to put the, the effort into it that that i thought i could and even, like even if i had I, I still might have because of the fact that like most people coming to vote they've never heard of this office before they, they don't know any of these five names they're either going to vote one two three or just vote based on demographics so um you know even if i had you know raised you know fifteen thousand dollars on twitter and sent sent mailers you know it still might have been the same result right that, that totally makes sense um you know i hope this isn't like broach a sore subject but remember around that time there was a piece in the chicago reader that um they tried to you know cancel you over um i was wondering if you could elaborate on that a bit uh for, from my perspective it seemed like it was trying to drag you just for being uh affiliated with police unions and solely for making jokes that were very like if you have a functioning brain one singular functioning brain cell you could tell they were jokes it just seemed like they were attacking someone for the sake of having someone to attack yeah yeah i mean i i think that was it i mean it's like so i i mean i was working for the fraternal order of police on these with their candidates for police district council and some of their aldermanic candidates doing their uh, both their like petitions you know making their petitions so to make sure they're legally correct and because if if you miss certain language on petitions you can get kicked off the ballot if someone challenges you and um and, and also okay so then they they file their petitions and then i was also handling the um election challenge part of it which was both um the candidates that they were supporting keeping them on the ballot and also uh challenging some candidates that they you know wanted to challenge and um yeah because of that like people were like someone i guess affiliated with with one with some groups of candidates i was um challenging um were like i guess went through my twitter and talked to this reporter from the chicago reader and like like one thing was like something i did like i didn't even remember they said i retweeted a picture it, it was like like so, so i mean people make photoshops of me like 20 times a day it seems like yeah they're hilarious and, they're, fu they're fun right right exactly and i retweet like almost every one of them um at the time i like i think i retweet basically everyone i mean, I mean the, like the one i like i don't even remember retweeting it but like someone tagged me in a picture and it was like kanye west and like they, he put my face over someone in like purple robes which which i guess were clan robes and like like I, I had no recollection of like retweeting this or of the picture and, and like they said oh did you retweet yourself in in, in, in like in, like clan robes and i said like like I, I don't remember that but i i could like dozens like a dozen photoshops today like i think i retweet all of them um and like like there was that one and then there, there was like a tweet of me and like, like so, so i like I, I sent a tweet it was like like george floyd the, the picture famous picture of him in front of a brick wall and and my picture like I, I just took a picture like when i got these glasses and like when i looked at it, it reminded me of something and i realized oh it's like it just reminded me of the like george floyd picture just like the tilt of my head and it was in front of a brick wall and, and i i put them together and i said like rest in peace george floyd it was like making fun of just like like the virtue signaling of like people just like like trying to get clout from like you know george floyd george floyd's death um you know you even saw it in like congress with like nancy pelosi wearing the kente cloth and 
like there's the like the funny one is uh david getta doing his like remix of martin luther king's i had a dream like shout out to his family and and, and like that's like what it was and like supposedly like i'm making fun of george floyd dying because of that but which like that's not what i was thinking of um yeah, i mean there, there was like one too about like oh when like like i love women and or like, this was like from my fiance like basically what we were having this conversation like uh like she's saying like 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 uh, she likes women but like like as a group they would like pick on her because she used to like, like we were both like obese until like 2020 um and then we both lost like 100 pounds and, and she was saying oh like I, I like women but like in groups they they're like you know they they get, they pick on you they make fun of you so so i said like like i was wondering like is that misogyny if you like if you like women but like in groups they scare you or whatever and, and I, I asked like like is it misogynistic if you love women as individuals but uh despise the wickedness they're up to when they get together and, and like I, I thought it was like okay so I, i'm using the word wickedness i'm not being serious here yeah i mean the, the expectation was people would like like quote tweet it with like pictures of witches and things and say oh me and the girls are up to wickedness tonight i, I mean it was like i mean my whole if you, if you like look at my twitter at all i mean i'm like it's primarily a comedy account so <laughs> you are yeah. a master shit poster yeah. yeah i mean yeah it's just like shit posting it and, and like 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 so yeah i mean yeah this like the article came out and like like people were like called me about it and it, like the only thing anyone the only thing anyone like i don't think anyone actually read the article like of people in my circle in Chicago, they they only saw that picture of like me and Kanye and like me in the purple supposedly clan robes. And and like I said, like I like I, I someone else made that picture of me and they they tagged me on it. Like like I, I, I didn't make that and like I don't have anything to do with that. So um th- yeah that's that's the only thing anyone really brought up and, and like I mean like Twitter wise was able to like gain a lot of followers from it so i guess that was good but from that yeah. they came from from awesome. that and then and then malcolm uh Yune from like sweden uh thing like trump sweden like he said sweden in a funny way but um but, but like he he wrote an article too uh which like they actually he had one mistake in that article he said like i had retweeted a photoshop of like someone put me over Derek chauvin's head like kneeling on george floyd mm-hmm. and i like like I, I like emailed that or i like like oliver bateman like i don't know if you know but but he um he um he got me in touch with the like one of the editors at unheard and they like corrected that from it um but but i mean, I mean that, that was like like that piece was more about that, that it's like i represent some greater what was it like like the nihilism of millennials in general or, oh or yeah that? yeah um how like the online right lost touch with reality or something like that right yeah, yeah. and and like which i mean I, I guess it's like flattering that i'm this like, <laughs> that i represent like the online right and like millennials in general um but but that was uh that story and, and like i mean eventually like both like stories because like i mean people were like retweeting and quote tweeting them about like like you're full of you know you're, you're full of crap i mean what, like what are you talking about there's like he's like i've never said anything racist or misogynist um and, and like there and, and like like i mean maybe twitter's different now under elon but like the fact that i've i've never been suspended i mean i guess i had one tw- I, I had one 12 hour suspension because i I had a picture of like Hassan Piker, like with a bag of like crickets or something, and said, "Oh, we're eating bugs tonight." And, and I and I said, like my tweet was was that picture, and I was like, "Oh, a, a Turk is engaging in cannibalism," <laughs> and that, that's the only tweet I ever had to like <laughs> delete, and I got a twelve hour suspension. But 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 like I mean, if if I were engaging in like hate speech at any point, I mean, like before Elon bought Twitter, I mean, I would have been suspended at some point. I mean, people would have like gone through my tweets and like reported them and, and like I've, I've never like done anything like that um and like it, it was it's an open question whether it's different under elon now or i mean it, i think it's a little better but people are still you know 
getting suspended for seemingly innocuous things, um, but, but to a lesser extent than it used to be. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy Elon bought Twitter. It's, I think it's a. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I think it might end up like being the like. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, like it wouldn't surprise me if like the biggest event of the 2020s decade is Elon buying Twitter, just because um, of like oh, what yeah. Twitter oh, yeah. is and then like like where people disseminate ideas and convince you know convince people of things and the fact that there was one social media that's. And not just one social media, but like Twitter and like what Twitter had been of like, okay, this is where, where journalists are and where thinkers are, uh, for the most part. And the fact that Elon Musk bought it and has a commitment to free speech, whether it's, you know, maybe it's not a hundred percent perfect in practice, but, um, the fact that, but it's, it is much better and it, people can, you know, say things now. I mean, it used to I mean, people were getting suspended for, you know, vaccine misinformation quote-unquote and like election misinformation and i mean not even like i mean it's one thing if you're gonna say okay like we're suspending you for like hate speech or violence or whatever um but but it wasn't even it was just like you know i mean if the famous one is like the hunter biden laptop where they were like you know and that was um the whole you know twitter files the big part of twitter files was was how that got uh suppressed um but but I mean I, I think it's you know tremendous that you know he spent forty four billion kind of you know it seemed like it was like on a lark and he tried to back out but he couldn't so um, no and I think that's a good thing but but, but yeah but, but that backs the point like if I had ever you know engaged in like hateful trolling I mean I people I see people left and right get you know I mean we both all three of us saw people left and right get suspended under you know, the old Twitter regime for, um, you know, for anything that's remotely, you know, considered hateful or racist. And like, I, like, I've, I've never, you know, I'm still on my original account from, that's impressive. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Something I'm kind of curious about is, um, you know, what Twitter, what like Elon's ownership of Twitter and, you know, the seeming, um, influx of, um, people feeling emboldened to have actually expressed their thoughts. I'm curious what that means for uh, traditional media, you know, with uh, like DeSantis, albeit the rollout of his campaign was a little rocky to put it um, nicely. Uh, we're seeing, and with RFK's recent Twitter space with Elon, I I'm curious, you know, what that means for the future presidential debates, what that means for, you know, cable news, What and with Tucker going to um, Twitter, especially. You know, we see companies like the Daily Wire, the Blaze, they're going to put their shows on Twitter now, at least the ones that aren't you know, behind the paywall. Um, I don't really have any personal animosity towards cable to begin with, but it is, it's been a dying medium for decades at this point. So it'll be interesting to see, like you said, Twitter was where people went for the, um, you know, the elite perspective. I hate to put it like that, but that's the elitist perspective, I guess. Um so it'll be interesting to see, you know, this sort of populist influx on Twitter and what that means for the rest of media. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty much all, a lot of it's moving there. And, and yeah, with his, I mean, Elon does seem to be committed to expanding video uh, on Twitter. I mean, I mean, like, like, tick, it's interesting, it, like with, like just on the social media stage, it seems like, and people have been talking about like a Facebook killer for a while. And, and it was all like, okay, people tried to do a similar Facebook, but, <clears throat> but, but the, but the real thing is, okay, what's going to divert the attention that people spend on Facebook and it ended up being TikTok, which is just right. um, like, I mean, Facebook still like doing their thing, but um, still has billions of people on it. But, but, you know, I, I don't, what I hear more is like people just at work, like, you know, in their office job, they're just like they're not scrolling Facebook or scroll, scrolling TikTok, um, and, and yeah, I, I mean, like I don't like I, I haven't had cable in like a long time, even like, like I mean to that, to that extent. Like I've watched sports less, shit, not not because I'm like anti-sports, just like like I don't I don't have cable, so in like all 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 the base like pretty much every market's put all the baseball games and all the basketball games on cable. So I'm like, not seeing, like I'm basically only watching like NFL and college football because of it's, it's still on over the air TV. Um, 
and yeah, and, and I mean, even if you like, if, if you watch like Fox News, even when Tucker was there, I mean, you can tell from the ads that okay, the, the audience is like seventy years old because it's what, like like these medical sub- supplies and pharmaceuticals yeah. and everything, and, and yeah, you can just like tell from that. And I mean, and the extent. I mean, that's I, mean, I guess advertised as like what's what Elon's like struggling with now. I mean, he even mentioned on the the uh, RFK uh, Junior stream like um, space. If you listen, that he, I think he said like like half of advertising dollars, like advertising dollars have dropped by fifty percent. Um, yeah, I listened to it earlier today, um, and, and that's. But you know, if you got to think at some point, if you have this many eyeballs here. Um, and if it becomes a place to watch news, um, and if it becomes, I mean, I mean YouTube's always going to like, it's not going to like overtake YouTube or TikTok, but, but if you think that, okay, the, the people who are on Twitter, like what, what kind of videos would play well? And, and you saw like, you know, what is a woman was posted and got a lot of like millions, tens of millions of, uh, impressions and, um, you know, those are the kind of videos that are, that are going to play to the Twitter audience. And you think, okay, that to some extent, it's you know, it's probably a instead of you know using the word elite, it's a more elite market than than the general than like YouTube or whatever. Um, I mean, you'll I mean you'll you'll, you'll probably at some point see advertisers realize, okay, we can't totally ignore it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I and, and I like it's. I mean, if you're someone with, like, who's trying to, you know, get your name out there and, you know, in media, um, I, I mean, like, yeah, like, like, I mean, you're not gonna, I mean, the opportunities in cable news are like, seem so like small, and you know, you have to. I mean, maybe it's easier if you're like a beautiful woman or something, but uh, neither none of us three are. Uh, so <laughs> we don't know that <laughs> it's the it's the year of our lord 2023 sir oh, I, I apologize oh, yeah we, we just we're all um we're all six months of hrt away from being beautiful women uh and um um yeah i mean it's, it's like i don't even know how someone would like like try to break into like get into um like into that even like, like i mean going back to the chicago reader i mean the reporter wrote about me he like ended up getting like ended up leaving the chicago reader and, and like i don't i don't think it's because he wrote about me but it's it's just like like local media too it's it's like an alternate weekly like that there's no there, there's like no money there i mean there's like even even if they're primarily like i'm, I'm not, like I'm on the website it's it's like like there's no money to like really pay someone to do that I and mean, you, you'd have to probably think of a more like substack model and okay like and, and elon's trying to do that with subscriptions and i've i've had my subscription request it's been like i'm waiting like two months for it it's still like uh still on the point in, in limbo but um and, i mean that might have to be the way to like okay if you're someone who's a writer and like because I don't, I don't just see the like I don't like a newspaper model or like even a newspaper website model. It's it's the money's just like not there for, for to, to like pay someone a, a salary. It's got to be okay. You gotta you gotta hustle and market yourself and hopefully people like people you know pay for your product. Um, um, yeah, I mean I I, I I don't yeah I mean I, I mean I guess maybe there is I mean, I mean you, you, like like. Even the thing too, like I mean, it's cheaper. It's going to be cheaper too to like, like get news. Is the other thing too? I mean, it's to like produce news, like like for getting doing FOIA requests or whatever. It's it's all like online now, and uh, for the most part, it still like takes forever. But um, and like meeting people, you can like if you want to meet someone for an interview, you can do it over Zoom. So it's yeah, there's like on the the actual production cost is like so much less. I mean, you can like make something look like a, like a news show for, you know, not that much money. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't, yeah, it does seem to be like, I mean, I guess 
like like old people like trump himself like famously like watches <laughs> it has like you know fox and cnn on like all the time um but 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 that's kind of like that's what it is it's, it's like people in their 60s and 70s it seems like are the only people still like like sitting in front of the tv and watching and even like even even people like when they're watching tv it's like the tv's on and like you're on your phone though right. so it's it's like just like background noise anyway yeah, I mean the internet is the great equalizer. It, it does it does appear that way, and yeah. the like you like you alluded to the utility really does appear to be like the direct to consumer um, aspect of it. And with algorithmic curation, everybody can get exactly what they want, and that really seems to be the great strength of well, there's a, gr- a number of great strengths of TikTok, but the algorithm being you know what turbocharges it gives people exactly what they want or what they don't even know they want just based upon their user data. User data, so it's. It's really interesting. I don't really know if, because it seems like every time Elon gets distracted, TikTok or Twitter seems to break. Um, so hopefully he can right the ship. I mean, he knows he's stepping away as CEO. Um, I'm not entirely that optimistic about the medium just because I'm very uh, skeptical about uh, social media in general. Um, I'm a bit of a, a Luddite in that regard. Um, but, you know, I think if anybody could fix it um i agree with you i think one of the main events of 2020 will be musk buying twitter just because it's you know probably one of the last uh hopes for free speech we have in the digital era but i think if anybody could potentially save free speech in the digital era it's the guy who probably will also put us on mars so i think that's a reason to be optimistic for sure yeah it's it's very wild west there's a lot of a lot of frontier opportunities like you said um you you kind of do need someone to to tame it though. You need a I'm trying to think of a historical example, but you need you know you need the the Oregon Trail settlers. You need you know John Sutter. You need somebody who can um put all those things together in the right spot and and attract the the right kinds of people to make the social media platforms just in general more effective and more appealing to to consumers but speaking of uh beautiful young women and opportunities on twitter uh you apparently met your fiance on twitter and as someone who has tried and failed to find love on the internet and as i speak for me and sam we say we're we're both looking for the one um can you give us some advice on on finding love on twitter.com so the first like the, the first um, time I, I noticed, like, okay, Twitter could be used for, like, finding finding love was when, like, I don't know if you remember, like, Twitter had something called Fleets in, like, 2020 and 21. The good old days. Right. Which, basically, it's, like, Instagram stories. But um, I think Facebook has them. And so Twitter has them. Like, like basically, every social media. Too. Yeah, every social media has, like, you know, 24-hour like yeah. stories or whatever you call them um except twitter now because they got rid of them but 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 like i when i was doing that i would put up like in 21 i'd put up every day i'd put a 30 second video where i'd be giving them a monologue mostly about what i tweeted that day or just something that happened on twitter and and i noticed from that like girls and some gay guys too but that's that's fine uh would would message from straight from that and say oh you know whatever you you look like that's so funny or like you look cute or whatever and 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 the one thing was like which it was very flattering but like they were from like people were from all over the place so it was like okay someone from california or like like you talked to them a little bit they're in california they're in new york um like that's kind of the one holdback of finding you know finding love on twitter is like the odds of unless you're like in like new york city it's probably a lot harder to find you know find someone um i did the, what ended up happening with how i met my fiance was so so she she had only she only had about like 50 followers like really small account but she, she apparently she had followed me for a few months um like i i didn't notice but um i i sent i had one tweet that got like a hundred thousand likes 
and it was it was Alex Jones when he was like, you know, what happened? I, I like a video was going viral, like this was in September of 2021 of, of Alex Jones when he was young. He was like outside some like county commissioner's house saying, oh, you know, and and he was like 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 22 years old or something. It, basically, I mean, so like he's been on like his kick for like forever since he was a teenager, um, and uh, and that was him, him at the time looking like young and thin and everything. And I mean, not not thin, but like I mean, he was you know muscular, but uh, you know young and in shape and everything. And then um, I I, had, I took a screenshot of that, and then I had a picture of him like now or twenty one, basically the same as now shirtless and fat and like someone is holding a bottle of liquor and I, I did the the Lana Del Rey lyric of will you still love me when I'm no longer young and beautiful with the two pictures together and, and I sent that and it ended up getting like like 100,000 likes I actually did the exact same two pictures with like there was a trend earlier this year of like like a meme earlier this year of twink death is a terrifying thing and, and I, I did the same two pictures of young and old Alex Jones and ended up getting like like 60,000 likes this time <laughs> But but um, so so I guess that's a formula. And but I I did that, and then I I tweeted a selfie like to celebrate getting a hundred thousand likes on a tweet, and it was me drinking a Topo Chico uh, in a glass bottle, and like Lauren she she replied to me and said, oh, she said you are stu- like you are stunning, like, and, and then I replied, oh thank you beautiful, and 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 then. Move. Like I looked, I looked at her bio. It said Chicago, and I said, "So maybe I'll send her a message." And so a couple of days later, um, I sent her a DM, and then um, uh, we, like, I mean, it was like we were both end up being like we're both big fans of Red Scare. Uh, we're both Greek, uh, she, and you know, she's she, she lives about. I mean, her she was about a half hour from me, and um, she she also lost like a lot of weight the same time I did. Like I went. Like I went from like 300 my to like 160 at my lowest. I'm like in the 190s now. I've kind of been around, but I mean, she went from like 250 to 130 uh, over this like during you know the pandemic, like from 20 to 21. And um, so like it's just like well, we're like we're kind of like everything's clicking, and, and like we've this is why I messaged her. We we met like a couple weeks later. Uh, you know, we, we we've been together ever since. So. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I, I guess I'm trying to think what the message from that is. I mean, I guess just I keep tweeting and just keep, <laughs> keep, keep, keep. I guess for men, like post selfies. Like for for women, I guess it's like oh, any women are listening. Like I don't know if you have any women who listen, uh, but um, that's like. I mean, I guess like women posting selfies, you're going to get a lot of like, like weird men probably replying to you and messaging you uh but um i think for like men post like if if you have the luxury of you know putting your face out there a lot of people don't uh because their job um i have i mean i'm i'm like fortunate that i work for my like i've got my own practice i'm not part of a law firm um so i just have my own business um so if you like have the luxury of putting your face out there um you know, post selfies and be, be funny, and, and someone will come through. And maybe if you know fleets do come back, uh, uh, post post videos and fleets. And because uh, the, the one thing about that was, it, it made it like easier to slide into someone's DMs because you could do it like just like Instagram stories. You can like like type a reply like like right from the story, and it's like okay, you're like leaving a comment on the story, but it ends up going to the DMs. Um, so, so I mean, if 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 those come back, um, like maybe maybe that would help guys <laughs> just see yeah, I post videos uh, up there um, and uh, try to be funny, uh, try try to have uh, deadpan humor, but <laughs> but uh, it, it worked for me. <laughs> so, um, like I'm not sure if it's 100 percent repl- replicable, but but I mean I mean it, the good thing about like Twitter for finding someone is like unlike like I know, like so. For instance, Elon's talked about, like, he, I mean, he, he tweets a lot of like ideas, and then whether he follows through on them or not, you know, who knows. But, but I, I know he's he's tweeted or like some Twitter account has tweeted about 
potentially like a dating app within Twitter, but like I, I don't know if that's the right way to do it because like being on Twitter, like, like okay, you can, I can show you know my sense of humor and like show a lot about myself and um and 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 so then people can see okay they like you can find out about people a little and, and like whereas with with an app it's just okay you got here's some pictures and here's you know the song i like or, or whatever why do you need, um, why do you need a separate dating app when twitter is the dating app right yeah yeah exactly and and um exactly like like it, it should be like okay you're i'm putting myself out there and like, like this is who i am um again like not again a lot of people can't have their face on their account or can't have their name on their account or um even their location maybe but um but i mean even if you're anonymous if you can like have your location maybe that'll help like because other people from your area like they can see on your bio okay this guy's in you know in florida or in you know california los angeles or wherever um that you know i mean if 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 you're i don't think you have to worry too much about your general location but you know affecting your, your anonymity um but uh i mean that might be like a good uh like a good first step like if, if you're someone who tweets something interesting or like funny you know, if you post it all, like like a lot of people on Twitter, they, they don't post it all. They just like, you know, scroll the site. But but if you post it all, I recommend I guess having your location. So, um, so maybe if someone like if a girl in your location does find you funny, she can, and if she like even if she doesn't message you, if she replies to you and she's got her location, then you know, that might be an opening to send a just send a you know a hello DM. This is very sage wisdom. I, I went through um, in in 2020 during the COVID stuff. I, I went through something. I was in. I was very much in like the e girl space. Um, and a lot of friends and mutuals who were either friends of e girls or e girls themselves. And of course, I I met a person on Twitter and we became friends really quickly. She responded to one of my tweets and we went on like a it was like a hundred tweet thread. I I've deleted it since then, but. You know, it slid into the DMs and that became number exchange. And then she joined one of our group messages and it didn't work out for a myriad of reasons, um, but it, it did happen. So th that's not to say it can't happen because it very much. She's can. real. He swears. He swears this girl is real. She is real. And she's actually married to another man now. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, congrats. It's sad, and I'm down bad, but not really. My fiance, I mean, she had her. She's she deactivated like right after we met for the first time, and um, she she's still on like TikTok. She just for and she doesn't like post anything, but she just like she's at work, just like looks she at TikTok. Scrolling. Yeah, just scrolls TikTok, and and um. She, uh, that's like her only social media she's on. Um, but she, she had her face on her account, but like, I haven't, she asked me like not to post any pictures of her because, because she like, cause I, I text her like photoshops people make of me sometimes. And she like, she, she's worried what people would do with her face. Um, so I guess she's, she's not, um, up, up for that. Like, like I am, she's not a blood for punishment or whatever, but, um, <laughs> But but so that's why uh, I haven't uh, I, I have not uh, posted her picture. Oh, well, I haven't posted her face. I, I, when we when we got engaged, I posted a picture of like me proposing, but my head was obscuring her head, and uh, um, I posted her uh, I, I guess like behind or something. But um, I haven't posted her uh, her face. I mean, maybe maybe from the wedding, which uh, we we still don't have a date yet, but we probably be sometime this year. We'll figure it out. Well, I um, guess so that, that, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think that kind of covers all the topics we had. Um, Actually, no, there's one, there's one I do want to cover before we leave. Okay. You are, again, as we've said, you are a master shit poster. How does one person, how does one get a thousand likes on a Twitter post so consistently? 
that's um and, and I, I well I should mention so I set up the account Pericles 1k uh which like I I, I think I like I, I don't know what maybe I, I I just wanted to like this was before like Twitter had folders and bookmarks if you subscribe to Twitter blue which which I do and I recommend everyone do it um but so I I, I wanted a way like my bookmarks were all like just like you know, had like everything I wanted to, if I wanted to like read something later or like to quote tweet it or, or whatever, or um, it, it was all full. And so I was like bookmarking my tweets. I got a thousand likes. Cause I, I don't know. It just seemed like a big deal. And uh, it's, uh, it um, like when I realized, okay, I couldn't find them all. I said, I'm going to start a separate page. This is like when I had like 10 of them or something to retweet the ones that, got over I, th- I think it was after my first one they got like twenty five thousand likes which was like well like i thought you know like it was like well that's a big deal and and i, I what was it? it was like like um like a guy who i think it was just like a sentence it was like guy who becomes religious because atheism is reddit and that <laughs> they got like twenty five thousand likes and, and and so i did this account and like whenever it if a tweet gets a thousand likes, which you know that it sometimes it's every day, so or you know I, mean, <clears throat> I think it's average like once every day for like over yeah since at least being of twenty two um I like retweet it there um so i i mean and if you're trying like to just get a lot of likes which I mean that's kind of how I've how I've grown my account by 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 trying to just go viral like as often as I can. Um, something that really helps is having a picture on the tweet and just in general like tweets with pictures like like either a meme or like I mean I can even split it. the thing is like once once like a tweet of mine st- stops getting notifications I like kind of forget I even sent it but uh, like I'm, I'm looking up one I sent recently oh oh yeah so this is why I, I sent one like two days ago uh it's that sharpie has gone woke and it's a picture yeah. of, of of like sharpie so like you know the whole roy g biff of colors <laughs> and it's and, and that got like two thousand likes and, and like one before that was like grinder has gone woke you know because it was this this like insane video they sent out of like kind of just like the, the oddest looking people imaginable uh using grinder i guess that's Instead of having like hot gay men, I, they've decided to have like you know, just people dressed in tutus and whatever uh, advertising their, their their app. But um, like picture pictures do really well, and like just like if 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 you notice there, there's a meme like like a meme going on, like like tweet about that, and and because I mean the, the I think the algorithm helps pick it up. Um, but but it's just like okay, this is what's currently funny, and people will, people are thinking about, it and they'll like retweet a little bit. Like there was like that girl who was like I'm just going down Pericles 1K right now. Like the girl who said, "Oh, my dream boyfriend is like six feet and makes five hundred thousand and loves New York City and everything." Um, so I, I did a version of that with like this this like YouTuber called like Cobra, and he he said he was talking about oh you know one day I'm gonna get laid by this like hot of age goth girl and she's going to be alive and biologically female. <laughs> and and so I like, like just did a, like a riff on her tweet. Cause it was, cause people were doing that. It looked like a funny one. <laughs> and, uh, it, 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 they look like a funny thing. is like, I, I was kind of got in a fight with Pedro Gonzalez like a month or two ago. And, and like, as part of what happened, I, I ended up like, turning his like he had a tweet like going to buy some eggs and i think he's done it before of like he's holding his gun yeah. and he's driving and it's like i'm going to buy some eggs so so we were like fighting over like trump and DeSantis, and 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 like he he tried to ratio me with a picture of he tried to play like, ugly. yeah yeah call me like a dysgenic mutant or whatever or like <laughs> it shouldn't be around children or something and and and, and, and Loki, I, th- I think he was. Even though I'm not Jewish, I think he was kind of being anti-Semitic. But, but, um, <laughs> but uh, he, he, um, 
he well based on what i've heard of some of his dms but never mind but um but uh he um he like so i i like i i i tweeted out like a picture of me with i've got this like to like i i don't own any guns maybe one day i will but it's kind of hard in chicago but um like it's it's a tequila shaped as a revolver and, and like i do tweeted at going to buy some eggs and other people started like doing going to buy some eggs so like we started a meme off of off of him and then like people found his original post and were liking my reply to him and so he ended up not racialing me because i started a meme of him that went back to his tweet to get back so it's i mean pictures like i mean in general like like pictures help um i mean i've, I've got some like like go-to things i I, I do. I mean, I, I mean, I, I actually haven't done the like. I haven't done as many like weird food posts in a while. Um, mainly because like my fiance is cooking for me more now, so I'm not you know just making freelancing weird things as much. Um, but and, and, I mean, I, I guess like like having bits can help too. Um, but like, I mean, I like I tweet pictures of Dasha from Red Scare, and and she's like like sent me some to post to and things like that. So that, that, that helps like, I mean, just having something to be known for and, and like other people will like riff off it. Like, yeah, I mean the whole thing, like, like I, like I, like the one I tweet her a lot about is so Paul, Paul Scales, my, my law school classmate and like my friend, uh, Lindy man. You're Lindy man. Was, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is so, so he, uh, he, 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 he tweeted like Friday in the 4HL, like you could feel a pull of the weekend. And he, he would just either text a sentence or text it with like a random picture or something. And for whatever reason, I thought of like, I saw a picture of like Dasha once that like made me think of that. And so I texted with it. And then I like, I, I tweet that. And then I tweet that every Friday. And then now, like, like a lot of people are doing, like, like every Friday, if you search Friday in the 4HL, you can see a lot of people are tweeting just like, random pictures of with friday in the 4hl so um so I, I mean i guess like having a bit can help with that um and then like pictures i mean just like like at least 80 percent of my tweets that get over a thousand likes have a picture um maybe that's like a crutch or something but you know it, it works, works for huh? yeah it, it works for uh um part of it too is like okay if people will like look at a tweet like if, if it's just text a lot of people just like scroll past it like with a picture people are going to look at it and plus the other thing too is it's bigger on the screen like with the picture it can like take up more screen space so people will like look at it so it's, it'll catch more um you know attention and like eye space um you, even though you can have these like really long tweets now and um um which I haven't sent too many. Maybe I'll, if I get subscriptions, maybe I'll start sending like long tweets of things I'm thinking about. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's like pictures help. And just like, if you see like whatever the current meme is, um, you know, people are, cause someone tweeted something like, like a couple, uh, like last week or something. It was uh, like Sam Huber was complaining about people or he was praising HOAs and, and like, Oh, this is the one house that is in the HOA, and, and people were like, like tweeting, like, like riffing on that, like, like having pictures of, like, random, <laughs> random places, saying, "Oh, like, oh, like I, I love my HOA, and this is the one house that is, this, this is what what happens when you don't have an HOA." Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's like if you're if you're trying to um, go viral, um, just just like because, I mean, sometimes like you won't even intend it in a tweet, like get a lot of likes but if you're aiming for it um like those are kind of things that help and, and also just if you want to like like you do have the account pericles 1k if you want to just see okay these are like how many do i have there 780 these are 780 tweets that have gotten a thousand likes going back to 2021 or whenever uh you can uh, just uh, scroll down there and be inspired all right perry where can people find you and where can they find perry 1k yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at election legal, uh, which is a very serious handle for a very serious account. And um, also uh, at Pericles1K is my account of tweets that have gotten over a thousand likes 
I'm also on Instagram at Ariabasti, which um, when I do post on Instagram, it's mainly like screenshots from Twitter. So. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Perry there. The show is available for download on all major platforms. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube and Rumble at Heavyweights Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Heavyweights76. Thanks for listening.